0: Welcome to the Deuce podcast. I'm Brad and I'm Jeremy and we are obviously not the Deuce podcast that deals with the HBO series the Deuce which had its series finale a couple weeks ago. Thank God.
1: I'm honestly surprised. I I thought that's what we were and that we just got off topic every week
0: we got off topic every week speaking of getting off the deuce podcast the deuce on HBO for for 121 episodes we have gotten (laughs) off track so we start talking about that James Franco performance and then we end up talking about something else well uh, we hope you did enjoy our October series our October series was of course uh, ghost movies but we are moving on into November, and uh, there's no topic this month, so we just we're going to do random movies. So we decided to do Three Men and a Little Lady, the 1990 follow-up to the hit classic movie Three Men and a Little Baby. This all stars uh, Steve Gutenberg, the yep. Goot.
1: Yep, Steve Gutenberg, Ted Nansen. Ted Danson,
0: Tom Selleck, the original cast, and uh, Nancy Travis. She Shows back
1: up, yes. As uh, the mother. that's the mother, yeah.
0: Uh, again, from 1990, we are doing three men and a little lady. Um, I can't remember who the little lady is in this, like, I can't remember the little girl's name.
1: She's fine, the like her character name or the actual actress. The name? actress, I know
0: her character's name is Robin Mary. Weissman 70 the times in the, the movie. The
1: what now, Robin Weissman, because okay. the name she of hasn't the really actress, done much. I mean, she,
0: you know, what did you say that she's 35 now?
1: Well, okay, so yeah, she was born in eighty four. Okay, so she's about thirty five. Yeah, she's yeah. thirty five, and she has been married once, divorced. Well, there you go. Uh, but <laughs> that, she hasn't acted since ninety four.
0: That's her IMDb page. It is. Much.
1: She hasn't acted since ninety four. Well, good for her. You think know, I maybe mean, it's
0: not for her, everyone. Huh? You
1: know? No, I think I think she went into marketing, maybe marketing or business yeah. or something. Yeah. So yeah, there you Which, go. Which, good for her. Like, if it's not her bag. Right. Do it. Who knows? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So um, this movie, like we said, uh, it, well, the original uh, was directed by Leonard Nimoy, in case you didn't know that a little tidbit.
1: I, you know, I did not know that for the longest, for the longest time. Until time. you people, said it. People thought, don't know it. You know, I thought what? you were <laughs> messing with me. No. And I was like, let me look at it. I say this. that
0: every time that people are like, what? Leonard Nimoy directed that? I'm like, yes. <laughs> directed that. Um, this one is directed by the director of Dirty Dancing and the director of Sister Act. So that's,
1: yeah, I could see that.
0: Yeah. yeah, there are aspects of that, you know. Yeah. Kind of, uh, you know,
1: slapsticky. Yeah, he he likes a little them. farcical, kind of.
0: It's, yeah, farcical in a way, but yeah. kind of rooted in somewhat kind of a reality that doesn't, you know. Leonard Nimoy does regret not directing
1: this sequel. What, what did, was he filming instead? I read that he was something else. He was filming else. some Gene G Wilder movie. I can't think of it right now. But he regretted it. Yeah, he
0: regretted it, yeah. Which, you know, whatever.
1: I'm interested to see what this would have been if Leonard Nimoy had been at the helm again. Better movie. But, um...
0: <laughs> we are probably going to uh, be battling each other here for uh for the rest of the podcast. I did not prefer this movie too well. You thought it was
1: okay. Yes. Yeah. I and think I it's...
0: get that it's okay. And there are aspects that are okay. But I'm going to uh, set my defense of why it's a pointless sequel and you will set your defense on why it is okay but first you know we're a part of the no phony podcast network jeremy we are what are the no phony podcasts that group? network
1: i mean i heard that it was about independent awesomeness it, and is. it was that's all uh, I mean, you need to know a ragtag group of individuals <laughs> who come together for the mutual interest of sharing their podcasts For with the, the world. the mutual of
0: J-Ray to yell at all of us. He's
1: yelled at all of us. We're we, we are so scared of J-Ray. <laughs> um, No, so this, yeah. it is, it's just a wide group of, of podcasts. Speaking of
0: baby, like he recently, I think they're, they're
1: giving birth or have a good Did they? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Congrats to them. Yeah, congrats there. Yeah. Um, but the featured podcast this month, Dear Diary. Yeah. Uh, so it's Danielle, Danielle, Rich, Joe, uh, basically they get together, talk about whatever. Okay. I mean, they don't, like, they don't read their own stuff, diaries. Mo- movies, music, what, yeah. whatever they want to talk about, they talk about. So, and it's, it's worth a listen. So like they have a great perspective on things. So give them a listen if, uh, when you get the chance. Sure.
0: Uh, So they don't like read their own like old diaries, right?
1: Dear diary, dear diary. I was not a fan. I was crushing on
0: this boy, (laughs) which that would be mine for for a lot of stuff. Anyway, okay. Um, (laughs) uh, we are (laughs) heading into uh, this episode one twenty one, which is three men and a little lady. And so, what? Where should we start with this? Should we start with Nancy Travis's accent? Oh. Which, one, which one do you think was thinner? The plot or uh, Nancy Travis's accent?
1: Uh, Nancy Travis's accent. Yeah,
0: so Nancy Travis, if you don't know, she is the wife on... Um, Last Man Standing. Last Man Standing. Also, she, she was on... Um, so I Married Axe Murder. So I Married an Axe Murder. Thanks for uh, you know finishing my sentences for me. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, so she wasn't in, in those. So obviously she is not British. Um, and you can tell. And I forgot that she, like her character was supposed to be British.
1: Yeah, I forgot that too, actually. You know well, what I mean, I, mean, I knew. About, I knew, but like,
0: I, just, I was just like,
1: whatever. I knew she was supposed to be, but then I forgot about the accent. But then I, you
0: forget, oh, it's Nancy Travis trying to do, instead yeah. of like having a British kind of actress play this. Uh, some information about this movie that might be interesting, uh, or might not, whatever you want. Ted Danson um, was... I'm going to do, well, I mean, he did this movie, but he didn't do any of these shots that were in England because he was uh, on vacation with his family. So his family became more important. So every time you see Ted dancing on screen, it is in Los Angeles. So there are scenes in England, and there's a scene in New York, I think, where you don't see Ted dancing.
1: Yes, like any of the any of the outside stuff. The, he's
0: never outside, which you know, if you don't if you don't read it, you don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so they're gonna do a good job, like you know, filming around him uh, for the most part. But this movie then becomes itself more of a Tom Selleck movie. It do does,
1: I mean? yeah. This more than which I think maybe that's why I'm okay with it.
0: It's not that I don't think that he did a good
1: job. I'm just like, what's the point of Goot then? he no Goot was super like I I will agree with you like but I thought that in the last one too yeah but
0: like it's but there's but there's a reason why he's in the first one like there's this one it's just kind of like yeah
1: you're the guy
0: that draws
1: stuff well and he's he's often interrupted and like oh very much so when he talks like sometimes he's just there to be the voice of reason for something and sometimes he's just there Is is he to be they try to make him yeah But sometimes he's just there to be the joke where, like, he says something and people talk over him. Right. Um, But what makes Goot good is that he throws
0: sarcastic bombs at you, man. And, like, it just lands, you know? Yeah. Like this I'm cooler than anything kind of, like, ladies, man. I realize that they're growing up in this movie, but I'm like, come on. I want some (laughs) goot in this. Yeah. Put some goot in this. And and he was a little bit of that in the first movie. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Um what okay so where should we start with this movie? Should we start that the uh the exposition is just basically the opening credits. Do you want a plot synopsis? Oh, I'm sorry. I usually ask you for a plot synopsis, but I'm this, that is myself, the only I'm so excited. Oh my about god.
1: I know I don't want to. <laughs> So, I think
0: I saw this. I don't know what this is rated. I swear I saw this in a the theater. Maybe not. I'm
1: pretty sure I
0: did. Because honestly, Three Men and the Little uh, Baby. It's PG. Is it? Well, yeah, I would think it would be. There's not really much to it. You know, to, it's, to it's got it more. much more like. But Three Men and a Baby, it was such a huge hit. I mean, it was the biggest hit of the year. Yeah, I mean, it'd be a fatal oh, yeah. attraction for that year as far as the number one movie. So why
1: not do a sequel? Right, right, right. Um, actually, they have spoken. The three of them have talked. Yeah, and are all on board for doing three men and a right and the wedding.
0: In, okay, that was in 2010 when they said that, and then like it's in probably development hell sense.
1: Oh, I'm sure it is. Or just like you know, Ted Danson's doing this. You know, um What if what if they're like grandpa's in the next one?
0: Well yeah, I mean that's what I'm thinking. Well Ted Dance is too busy doing this, you know, um uh Tom Selleck's busy doing this. Gutenberg is
1: hmm uh, So um printing Okay, where should we start on the of? printing press? <laughs> um so let me <clears throat> plot synopsises. Five happy years after Baby Mary's arrival in Three Men and a Baby. The ecstatic single fathers and single unrepentant bachelor, uh, wait, no, sorry. The ecstatic single fathers and still unrepentant bachelors, Peter, Michael, and Jack, find themselves living under the same roof with Mary's British actress mother, Sylvia. Why? However, things will take a turn for the unexpected when Sylvia decides to move to the United Kingdom after a promising business proposition combined with a welcome marriage proposal by her director and husband-to-be, Edward. Why? Why? In low spirits, or Steve in high Gutenberg spirits, was in high spirits. <laughs> the parenting trio arrives in bustling London. Do they? Only to realize that one of them has deeper feelings for Sylvia, and that Edward may have a secret agenda. Will the three men and the little lady allow Edward to break up the family? I hope so. This <laughs> is <laughs> the end. Reality. The end.
0: Why are they still living together? I get maybe it's because it's New York and you just, like it's expensive to live in New York. So yeah. you, you know a lot of people when they live in New York because they're living in, you know, they're living in the like a brownstone kind of you know yeah, uh, well, Richie. Kind. But you know what? Didn't they go looking for it themselves there, or didn't they build their own? From what the montage looked like, looked like they built their own. Huh? Like
1: no, was a, they got a brownstone, right? But then they renovated the inside of it. Oh, okay, that's what they—they they designed the inside.
0: Yeah, but you don't have to. Well, of course, then you need roommates. Yeah. Come on.
1: Well, I'm sure that I'm sure that uh, Tom Selleck could probably afford it on his own as the architect.
0: Right. So he's just helping out friends. Yeah, I, I guess. guess.
1: I guess. But
0: why? But why is why is the like nancy travis why is her character sylvia still because, there
1: because they well she's also an actress but they uh i think yeah, it's just she's because doing they want pretty to be well
0: headlining stuff in like in new york
1: yeah true so i'm like what's the point of that but i think they just want to be near mary it honestly it feels like if this was the genders were reversed i would think oh it's a sister wives thing Right, right, you do, right?
0: (laughs) But here it's not. But here it's like, because we're talking about the early, or I'm talking about the late 80s, we're talking about full house, three men and a little baby. You know, we had that, like, surgence of where it was, like, single people who were raising, helping raising kids and not raising their own kids. They were helping raising, you know, uh, friends' kids, you know, like with full house and everything. But it just seems so, like... Odd that they've kept this going on for like five years. Yeah, you know, and I don't know. It's just I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, and, and I have a hard time with this. And also, like, I mean, the stakes aren't really that high in this movie. No, they're not. That? Yeah, they're not really. That's a warm uh, and, and of it is sequel. like you. They talk a little bit about like the the lives they lead with stuff like, um. Nobody's allowed to have anybody over at the house when Mary's there. Like so you can't have visitors, which seems like it would be really fucking awkward. Um and at one point there's a part where like Steve Gutenberg is feeling that like he has brings a lady over. Yeah. Mary wakes up and like interrupts him and so he's getting pissed because like his date left. Because uh but you he, broke the rules, Steve. Well, well, not even that. Like I get, but like, it didn't feel like that went anywhere. No, that didn't go anywhere. It didn't apply. It didn't it have didn't anything to do anything. with anything. No. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a catalyst to be like you people, you know, like, you know, I need, I need Mary and her mom out. Right. You know, it wasn't a, you know, hey, you broke the rules. Get out of here, Steve Gutenberg. It was none of that. It was just a pointless, like. Throwaway. scene. No, there
0: was nothing. It was like uh, it was going into the next scene. Yeah. Much. You know, to have. Uh, and we, it, we didn't even talk about it, really. Yeah. You know, we didn't move anything. It, it, it's almost like it should have been. I don't like that they moved it to England. I feel like that's when things look. It took 45 minutes just to even get to England. Yeah. OK. Or even to talk like we were going to England. Yes. You know. So I, didn't, I, okay, I'm a little frustrated with this movie because it just it, there's so much pointlessness to it for me. Having said that, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. I'm just saying why did I? Why did we need this movie? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Here's some of the reasons why I believe this. I believe that, okay, if the Peter character played by Tom Selleck really loves Sylvia. You know and can't say it she goes off then with British guy after five years all together with these guys she needs a change yeah and so she's going to like run off and marry this guy who was like the director of the play well yeah like, no <clears throat> I'm not done yet okay the mom then comes and says look I will let you marry Tom Selleck's character What's his name, Peter? Yeah. If Peter says that he he loves you. And she just goes along with it like for the right, like okay, since mom says so. It's not like there's any inheritance that she's going to get. Right. You know, right? Like like in the princess yeah. diaries or something. Yeah. Where it's like if you marry Peter, I won't give you
1: any allowance. <laughs> if you like, marry Peter, nothing, you'll nothing, never be the queen of Shinovia. There's
0: nothing that says that she needs to go to Europe. You know what I mean, right? Nothing except like for a job opportunity that the guy manipulated yeah. just to get her to marry him. Yeah, that's it. It's the only reason. And so you're 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 ripping her out of a education that you just fought so hard for to get into. We have a big scene where you know they're they're at the interview. You worked your ass off to just do that, and then you're gonna rip her out of 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 that. To, to, to ship her off to Europe yeah you know to England to yeah. like marry this guy that she doesn't even know after five years of being together with, the, with these guys no sense at all that's why I'm like well no, I'm they done.
1: started setting up this thing with the school where like Mary starts realizing that she's different like her family is different mm-hmm. like the uh like the kid who was like, so-and-so has two daddies, but didn't have them at the same time, meaning stepdads. I was like, oh, when they were talking about two dads. Right. And I was like, oh, never mind. This is before we were progressive enough to talk before about we that. Before we were progressive enough <laughs> but, but, Correct. Um, You know, it's just like, oh, okay. Like, so she's feeling it. So, like, to me, that should have maybe been the catalyst for these conversations. But all of a sudden, it seems like Mary was like, I need a relationship. Right. And... Uh, The sleazy British guy. Well, not Mary, but Sylvia. uh, Sylvia, whatever. Uh, Sylvia all of a sudden was interested in, like, a relationship and seemingly out of the blue. Right. And we don't even get the sense that she's trying to do it to, like, prompt Tom Selleck or anything like that. She just suddenly is, like, talking about it. I just felt like it was very... It happens really fast. Like, it feels oh, it happens disjointed. happens so fast. You're like, what? It feels like they took three scripts mm-hmm. and tried, like, just taping them together. <laughs> and, like, so, like, the, it's three like... Three scripts and a little lady. Well, it's just, like, no, it's three true. scripts and a little <laughs> a little disjointing. <laughs> a little disjointed. Um, you know, it's like... They always talk about the Transcontinental Railroad where they built them and then they didn't match up. Sure. We're, that's, we're going that route with well, this. Well, that's okay. what it feels like to me. Okay. It feels like... You know, here's the story where Mary is feeling different, and maybe that prompts Sylvia to think about some things, but that's not what like prompts anything. But then, like, Sylvia's feeling relationship woes, and like, Steve Gutenberg is even getting in on that, and like, people right. are thinking, but that's not like tied to the other part. No, it's not. And then, then we have the slapstick England stuff. Yeah, the slapstick
0: England stuff. And then, so the whole payoff is that, like, Peter has to admit that he loves her. That's a rom com now all of a sudden. Yeah. Right? Yes. So it's like slapsticking. Now it's a rom com. I doesn't know what it wants to be really. No,
1: it, it is it is problematic in that regard. And like
0: it separates the three guys into different you know what I mean? It almost feels like these guys had some scenes together. And by the way, every time that those three were on screen together, perfect. The yeah. movie worked perfect. Because of the chemistry between huh. those three actors, we should have had more of that. But because Ted Danson hadn't had a nice little holiday that he had with his family that he had to get to, we didn't get that. Instead, we maybe got three. I feel Steam like Burton. there's so three different stories that they, we're trying to mash them together. And Tom Selleck became like the the, the head of, of the whole story, which is fine. Because let me tell you, he was really not that bad in this movie. You know what I mean? His performance was kind of sweet and yeah. kind of, like, loving and heart, you know? Kind of like, like I was like, oh, you know? Yeah. And I also didn't feel like he wasn't phoning it in. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I don't think any of them, except maybe Ted Danson, phoning it in a little bit. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, and especially him, I don't think he was. But I really wanted them, those three to be on screen. They yes. had a little rap and all obviously... It's a little cringe worthy, a little rap because
1: it's a little dated,
0: but it was fun. Yes, and yes, Tom Selleck cannot
1: rap worth anything. <clears throat> no, so. he was very he was the worst. He was rapper. the worst one. But it was although he did beatbox, which in in rhythm with the others, yes. so but it was very like. There's one part where he took that like, to the Blue Blood set. They were like, "Yeah." He was trying Silent. to like get in rhythm with them, mm-hmm. and he had to wait a couple times because he missed his. Yeah, it's like oh, Tom Selleck's so awkward at beatboxing. Yeah. Do you think him and Wahlberg like you know rap
0: every once in a while on the sets to Blue Bloods?
1: I hope. I hope so too. I really hope. I bet they do. I'm sure they do. They just you know what I mean by that. Yeah.
0: Like I needed more of that. And when you when you send it to England and when you kind of separate them and you yeah. put them put the and there's no there's no challenge.
1: No. It and that's, it, why, it happens, that's it happens, why to me fast.
0: this 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 sequel is pointless.
1: Um. And
0: and I'm like, making my case for
1: that, but go ahead. I like you the think. idea of it. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Like I'm okay with the story continuing. I think it's cute for what it is. I think it's a cute movie. And I think it's worth uh, I think it's worth looking at. I think it's worth I think it's worth a watch. However, to me this is like a Sunday afternoon playing in the background kind of thing. I think if it's on, I'm not turning it off, but oh, like, yeah. I'm not going out of my way to see it. So I think it's a fine I think, film. Wait, it's I just. Think the the
0: credits, you used. Uh, they went and you said, oh, it's not Shakespeare. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I know it's not. <laughs> yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I, I've never thought Goot could play Othello uh, for any, you know. What, really? Reason. Yeah. Gutenberg? Othello.
1: Totally
0: Othello. Okay. 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 <laughs> sure. Totally. Okay, but um, but let me ask you then. Out of all three of them, yes. Uh, I mean, who's who do you like better in this movie? Uh, Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck, right? Yeah, because they focus on him because the, the 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 plot moves along through Tom Selleck. Yes, if you don't have that plot through him. You know, re- requenting his love or, or you know
1: saying that to to Sylvia, you have no movie. I. I'm sorry. I just. I mean, I'm a big Selick fan. Anyway, I'm just. Right. I like his voice overall. Like, so I like just hearing him talk anyway. Right. Um. But like, one, my like favorite movie of all time, Quigley Down Under. Right.
0: And you said you were going to mention that, and you did. And there I you did. go.
1: There you go. I had to say <laughs> it. If you've not seen <laughs> Quigley Down Under, he's like a cowboy in Australia. Who do you like so better watch
0: with it. with with the little lady. Like, who who do you think worked better with the little lady?
1: Um, because they each had their moments. They did, but like, so like Ted Danson's fun with her because he is very like, he relates to her like a kid, like a brother almost, like a fun uncle kind of a thing. Tom Selleck also, I think does really is sweet with her and stuff. He, that fills the dad role very well. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think. Of Steve Gutenberg scenes where he's not just screaming screaming at her right that's what I'm talking about like Gutenberg isn't really if he had other ones it was very brief because all I can remember is when he was pissed that she um, that Mary chased his date off
0: it's almost like like Gutenberg is the other kid and he's just jealous of Mary the whole time in this movie yeah well why can't I have girls over
1: and you're like shut up Uncle Joey you're like shut up yes. Shut yes. up, Uncle Joey. You don't get to have girls. <laughs> right? You, you get a fucking woodchuck puppet. But he is. He's the Uncle Joey is of this. really the Uncle Joey of he, this. With the woodchuck puppet yes. and like the whatever. like
0: Yes. Very much so. Can I tell you, like, I'm going to tell you that Lego house that they were building at the beginning of this movie. Yeah. Uh, brilliant. And way before it's time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think that was the start of the Legos. Like really becoming... Their own, yeah that's, that's just, yeah. That's yeah, that's what it was. Yep, yep, that's what it was. People movie. never seen yeah, a Lego. That's recording. what it was, folks. It was now yeah. three and a little lady. What are those? What are those Legos. Legos? I'll take those. Oh, okay, boomer. All right, let's go. All right, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh anyway, yeah. But do you think that this movie could have been differently if we just decided that we weren't going to deal with that whole the the love triangle of England? And it was almost like I would have
1: been okay with England Um, if they would have. They should have cut like you should have been like, hey, they're living, doing whatever. But we spend like the first quarter of the movie about the school thing kind of reestablishing their life that like if you're going to I would say either focus on England and get rid of some of the early stuff Mm -hmm. Or get rid of England and just flesh out the day-to-day life and realizing that, like, time is moving on and they need to, like, figure out what they're doing.
0: And almost was, like, I almost felt better being in New York. When you wanted to be in yeah. New York, especially when, like, Mary left and they were like, let's throw a party. And they were like, look, we're growing up. Yes. And we have to realize that. I, honestly, that's one of my, and I love that scene. And I'm almost like, I agreed, And I'm almost like, I kind of wanted the movie to kind of focus more on that on how like men could be friends but men you know men can be friends but are growing up and don't have to be like party animals and and yeah. you know what I mean and um and don't need to have this uh, this this co- this sort of like uh you know toxic toxic masculinity that goes on you know yeah. especially back then um and so I was like okay I get this also funny scene when he like let's play this tape and it's uh Ernie uh, uh, Robert, Robert Ducky, Robert Ducky. Um, I thought that was funny, but that's just me. Um, I had a big party. By the way, that party was humongous. All of a sudden, they're flat or their brownstone or whatever. It was just like immaculately large for some reason, I thought. Um, but when Mary was there, it was like claustrophobic for some reason.
1: I, it was always I that know. big.
0: It just didn't seem like. Yeah. Um, I did like the murals, though, like uh, in in Mary's like room. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I'm always like, I was always like, ugh, the cartoonist, right? Right. You're like, oh, yeah, you're the cartoonist. And they, they touch on that so briefly. Well, even in
0: England, like, Gutenberg is not, he's just, the I've got to get the vicar, like, his plot to, like, sabotage the whole wedding is, yeah. i got to get the vicar and send him somewhere else. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, that's great. At least, you know, Ted Nansen gets to dress up as
1: as a vicar. Yeah. You know? Ted Danson was going on fucking vacation with his family, and they still gave him more to do. You gave him more than to do. Gutenberg, who showed up the play. <laughs> I
0: know. Gutenberg, who showed up. Maybe he didn't. We don't know what's going on with the goot at the time. Hey, who knows?
1: Yeah. But uh, there it you go. Seemed, I mean, for what he had, I thought he did a pretty yeah. goot job. Yeah, you
0: know, like the... the, the, the Urban legend of the first movie with the yeah. ghost, right? Is that true? I never got a straight answer for
1: that. Is it true that there's a ghost I don't think in the there is. I'm, I'm, I thought it was a cardboard it's cutout. A, it's a cutout of Ted Danson actually which it's shows up Danson? in the oh, back. I thought it was
0: of, a Getty. I don't know why it was a Getty.
1: <laughs> no, it's a it's a cutout of Ted Danson because he's an actor so he's a stand up mm. of himself. And it actually shows up in the beginning of this movie like in the when they move oh, into the Brownstone it's in the back.
0: Okay, so there's a ghost in this
1: movie, too. Yeah, well, it's it's different, though, because at the yeah. window, I think you can see Ted Danson's family getting ready, waiting for him to get done with his scenes so they can go back yeah. to their vacation. Let's talk, about, like,
0: let's talk about if they really did a, a third movie for a second, okay? Right?
1: Like, how they would do
0: that. Like, yeah. What would the characters be like? Because I feel like perhaps Ted Danson's character would have latent homosexuality. Like, I really feel like that. Really? I really feel like he would either be bisexual or actually gay. But it could be that this is a gay director who <laughs> did this movie. Yeah. And maybe that's why. But that's just me.
1: I, you know what? Like, I think if you were doing a third movie, mm-hmm. and maybe we should save this for our five questions. <laughs> well, okay. Maybe we should. Or we can just, Sorry, roll, we can just roll into it and do it out of you order, You know, too.
0: let's roll into it. There's not a lot to this movie that we need to, yeah. to get into. Uh, you know, honestly, like this is just one of those movies that is there. It's part of, it's more part of the culture for the aspect of the title of it, Three Men and a Little Lady, Yeah, that most people make fun of than really know what's going on in the movie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, you would say so. Um, yeah, I,
1: I guess I would be.
0: I mean, is that a little harsh to say that
1: about this movie? I don't think it is. That the, the, just that the name is what I think for.
0: I'm, what it's known for is more the title of of, of it, yeah, than necessarily the so. movie itself. I think so. Okay, that's what I'm at. I don't think yeah. that's too hard. No. Okay. No. Five questions. Should we do it? Yeah, let's do it. Do it so first. What was the best part of the movie? You go ahead. I always start. You go ahead. What's your favorite
1: part of this? What's the best part of the movie? Um, Not necessarily your favorite part, but the best part of the movie. It's it's tough for me. There's a, it's a toss-up um between Nancy Travis's accent <laughs> and uh Ted Danson's accent. No, um can we say that? Ted Danson's character at the end of that in no. this movie. No.
0: No, no I want to say what you said. Oh. So I wanted to talk about like uh the ending with Ted Danson where he yes. first of all he comes to England with the uh the
1: mask makeup. He I had to, that was like a custom fit prosthetic. I know. So you had to have come with like so my. first off, you had to have sat for an old man makeup mm. just in case. Just in case. And then gone through what most actors like sit in a chair and go through like five hours of makeup right. for.
0: My. Then he rips it off and you know says, "Ha ha! You said I wasn't a good actor." Blah, yeah, blah, blah. he
1: puts old age makeup on so that he yeah. looks like twenty nineteen. Yeah, Ted actually no, Ted Danson looks way better now than he does like
0: in his. So and then you go and when he ripped it off, you said, "I hope this is how the good place ends." That's all I wanted to say. No, it was when uh,
1: <laughs> at the end he catches the bouquet. Oh, that's right. When they, he catches the throw, bouquet at the end because they yeah. get married. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. Yes, yeah, spoiler. Peter Sylvia. Peter says, "Will you marry me?" And the vicar she just says marries because yes. the vicar has nothing better to do.
0: The vicar says, "Who? Who are you?" Yes, I guess.
1: And so they throw the bouquet. After all that, the vicar's like, "Yeah, I guess so." Yeah. Okay, whatever. Yeah. So Jack catches it, and he's like, "Ooh!" Looks all surprised, and <laughs> you're goofy. Like, and I was I like, it, like, "I hope it, that's a good place." That's
0: like, "This." And I was like, "Perfect." Yes, I hope it does too. So I think we should do the five questions. Yeah, so like back, back, to we five doing, questions back to five here. questions Uh I asked you first what your yes, what the best part of this movie
1: is. Um, I think that the best part. So I'm I'm torn like between either the interactions between the three guys because I think hmm. you're right when they were on screen together. I think they did very well. Like they talked and interacted very humorously. Uh, I thought they did good. I thought that was some of the better Ted Danson and Gutenberg parts. Um, But, like, I don't, I also don't want to downplay. I like the interaction between Tom Selleck and Fiona Shaw. Right. We didn't talk about that. The, yes.
0: The, true. Fiona Shaw, she is the the girl, the headmistress at the, head the, the, head the girls' school. At the uh, boarding school that uh, Edward wants to send Mary to. Yes. Um, good.
1: And uh, the dick fiancé, Edward, basically says that Peter is into her because he's trying to interfere with... And some slapstick comedy. Yes. But, like, it's Fiona Shaw, like, trying to be, like, Mm -hmm. alluring.
0: If people know Fiona Shaw, you know her from um, Killing Eve or
1: Fleabag or other things She was in in one of the seasons of True Blood. She was the bad guy Mm -hmm. in that one. She was in... Uh, she played Marnie, I think, in that. Um, she was Harry Potter's aunt. Oh yes. Um, so with Richard Griffiths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I she's great. I think she's at least from the U.S. She's underappreciated. Yeah. Um, but she is, I think, very humorous in this. And I like that they don't portray her as like a bad guy in all of this. Like she still well,
0: she is. Thought, like she she she's kind of a victim.
1: Yeah. And you know? she's she's a she's just a lonely heart. Yeah. And so um but I love her interaction with Tom Selleck because I think there's like this little like you know he re- realizes what's going on and pretends to be like a Lothario for a second and she's always like doing these weird things where it's like awkward sexy she's trying to <laughs> trying to do um it's it's funny but then like when they're just like we have to go save this wedding or stop this wedding And then they're driving together. Then, like, they're she's in a motorcycle sidecar, and he's like driving the motorcycle. And there's like this bit, like, I was laughing about, like, he's like, What time is it? And she's trying to check the watch and just having the hell of a time doing it because the sidecar is like bouncing and stuff is flying up. Like, I thought their interactions, I was like, Okay, Fiona Shaw and Tom Selleck, like, I thought their bits were funny. Um, and I, I did enjoy that. I liked mm-hmm. them trying to get where they were going.
0: Right. It could have gone too much. We could have gotten a lot of that to where they played it too much. Yes. Especially and, with and the it, slapsticky nature of what mm-hmm. was kind of it happening. It could I, have been I'm worse. I'm going to be honest with you. Every time that he was on, on screen with Fiona Shaw, I felt like Tom Selleck was the happiest. Can I say that? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's, he seemed like he was having more fun doing that than yes. he, he did anything else. I think it's because he doesn't really get to do that as much. I mean, people know him as Magnum. People know him as, you know, this guy who's very, like, you know, put together. And he's not put together in this movie. Yes. You know, even in in and out, he's put together in that movie. He's like, I know, you know, I'm gay. And here it is. Yes. So, you know, uh, Tom Selleck is just one of those people that you just he just knows what he is. Yeah. He always plays that character very well. When he doesn't, and it's actually vulnerable, and he is in this movie in a way, Yes. granted it's not Shakespeare like we said, but he is kind Mm -hmm. of vulnerable in in those situations, I think he is the better part of this movie because they are giving him something to do. I think though that takes away from a lot of the rest of the movie, Yes. a, a lot of missed opportunities for comedy, and a lot of missed opportunities for the other actors, but... That doesn't mean that I don't agree with you. I think Tom Selleck is probably the best part of
1: this movie. Yeah, yeah. So that's your answer to Selleck. That Tom is my Selleck answer. So oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, would you reboot, continue, or cancel?
0: Oh, based on this movie, this movie is pointless. There, I would have, uh, I would have just said, "Hey, one and done." Um, so, I uh, cancel for me.
1: See, I. am I actually think I would continue. No. Well let me answer my answer. No,
0: but you always answer and you always get it right.
1: I do get it right. But I think you're wrong on this one. Go ahead. Uh no, I would um I would continue it. Obviously now I'm kinda like you're a little bit past the That's what I mean. Wedding thing. But but like, okay, this would be a good opportunity for what if Mary uh has her own kid. And now they're kind of like grandpa-ish. And now they have to come to terms with a whole new set piece of their life. And like you have yeah, two who already are... It becomes stop, millennial, stop, 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 no, stop, stop,
0: It becomes millennial and boomer and I don't like that. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> what was that all about? It just becomes generational. And I'm like, mm, the comedy becomes very broad and generational. And I don't like uh, that.
1: Okay. So this would be where now you have... And you could have, take your pick. It could be Steve Gutenberg. It could be Ted Dance. And obviously, like Tom Selleck has married Sylvia and they have their thing. So now you could either have, you know, and maybe it's Steve Gutenberg because Ted Dance is a biological father. Yeah, right. So maybe Steve Gutenberg is trying to figure out where he lands in all this. Maybe he hasn't gotten married or hasn't done whatever. And now he's questioning about his status and his life. And maybe this is. Something else. He finds his own thing. Maybe he could feature Gutenberg a little bit more.
0: I just, I don't see the audience there for this either. The audience isn't going, I want a third one of this. I don't think they are. I think the audience is passing. That's not the question. I know. I know it's not the question. I'm just trying to prove you wrong. (laughs) No, go ahead. You continue
1: going. I'm sorry. You said cancel? Yeah, cancel. Does this stand on its own?
0: Oh, well, can we go back to the cancel? No, the we oh
1: can't. God. We're past that now.
0: No, this movie does not stand on so. its own.
1: No, I don't no. think it does either. No, no you, you definitely very, don't know why what the, are the hell's they are happening.
0: There. Why, why are all f- four of these people living yeah. in New York together? Yeah. Are, you know, what
1: happened with the heroin subplot?
0: <laughs> what happened to the heroin subplot in the yeah. first movie? I
1: don't know. You know but whatever. Uh, no, no I, it
0: does not. But can we go back to the... Uh,
1: the re- reboot continue or continue again. to the reboot continue cancel? I get what you're saying? No, like our no, no, our audience doesn't want to hear that name.
0: No, I no, I get what, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I understand that. I just I don't think that 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 that's a movie that you make nowadays. Do you know what I mean? And I don't think that I just don't see it happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like that's not the question. But no but I'm kind of thinking about that. I'm going. Well, well wait a minute. I think that this would have worked in in twenty ten when they wanted it, I, or I twenty thirteen. But I don't think twenty nineteen is something that that like like they're clamoring for. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I think they missed the mark. Yeah, to where they they should I, have done it. I think, and you, I would have been I would have been for it if they would have done it then. Yeah, but I but I, I, I think, think it would be
1: like I think it would focus on I'd focus it on Goop probably. Because he seems to odd man out with all of this. Yeah, he's Uncle Joey. Well, especially for someone who like
0: is like s- such a plays that playboy kind of character. Yeah. You know, even in Cocoon, he plays that like, "Hey, yeah. I'm suave." Oh yeah, yeah. You know, but I'm single. But hey, ladies, yeah, you want me? I'm the goop. You know? Yes. So yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Um, I just wanted to, you know,
1: you didn't t- know that. Or what would you think about them just hypothetically rebooting it no with younger no
0: because no because I think it becomes I think the way that audiences nowadays see comedy or, or how Hollywood handles it is way different than and it becomes even more farcical and I think it doesn't become rooted in reality because I I think Hollywood doesn't want us to think like that, which is a shame because I think that that there's so many good realistic comedies that could be out there yeah. that aren't getting made because it's like we need to have horrible bosses too or whatever, which we haven't done yet, but you know what, I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just It just seems like it, it's going to be fart jokes. It's going to be you know, yeah. stoner humor. It's going to be like all this stuff that needs to be packed into a generation that has changed so dramatically from 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 the boomer generation, Uh you know they won't know the what yuppies. to feed him because they all got avocado toast. They won't know how to even string the movie. No, but you know, yeah. I just I think not even reboot. You know, yeah. because then it becomes it becomes like, how do these three people? You know, like uh, how we were talking about uh, my two my two dads, and they're like how do they not know which one was the dad? Yes, for like seven seasons, they didn't know who the dad was. Yeah, well, that's impossible.
1: Like that would never happen now. I mean, DNA would have come right? back. Like, they would go way on Maury, and everyone that. would be like, "You are the father." Even then, your DNA could have been back way sooner than that. Right? Yeah, but, you know. Uh, does this make you want to watch the first one? Surprisingly. Does make me want to watch the first one. Me that's too. what's weird about it.
0: Yeah, that's, because even though I know that like this movie is pointless the, for me, the, yeah. the sequel is pointless. There is a sweetness to this movie that we do talk, that we keep talking about, and it is How, like when I say that this, this 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 movie is pointless. I'm not saying it's a terrible terrible movie. I'm agreeing with you. It's an okay movie. It's actually even okay for me to even go back and go and watch the first one. I'm actually really want to because of this movie, because I'm kind of getting excited for watching these three actors, uh, you know, do that again. I think that would be, and plus it's a, that's a fun movie. You know, there's a reason why that movie was a hit. So yeah. How about you? Does it make you want to watch the first one?
1: Yeah, it does. Even if I've never seen the first one, even if this one missed the mark, I think I, would be, I think I would be very curious. But you're right. It's sweet enough yes. that it doesn't repulse me. Mm-hmm. It would at least... That's why I said it's like Sunday afternoon playing in the mm-hmm. background kind of thing. I get it. it. I would be interested enough to be like, hmm, maybe I should go back and see what this was mm-hmm. and watch the first one. I think I would be intrigued enough to do that. Me too. But, but that being said, I've seen the first one. Yeah. And like it's been f- so long since i've seen that and so like seeing this the sequel again i'm like uh i want to go back and watch the first i'm
0: going to tell you the truth i think that there a lot of it, a lot of things happen through nostalgia nowadays like people are go oh, i should watch that because i liked that when i was younger or whatnot. or like something will, will, you'll watch something and it will make you think of something else yeah and a lot of times um it doesn't hold up Yes, I think that this is one of those moments where the nostalgia aspect of Three Men and a Little Lady and Three Men and a Little Baby actually makes me want to then watch the first one. Yeah. And a lot of times I know that that I should not let that focus or be the reason why I I should watch it. Yeah. I really think that this movie deserves me for, I think I want to, but I don't know that's just me. Nope, I got you. Yeah.
1: Um... Some of your experience in two words. Go ahead. Um.
0: Okay, I'll go. <laughs> some blanking. Uh, pointless sweetness. And I don't mean them together. They're just two separate words. This, this this sequel is pointless. There's no reason for it to be made. I think that there was a different script for it. And then I think that Ted Danson kind of threw a rock in it. I really do. I, I really believe that because of because of his vacation, I think that a lot of things got switched around in the And in the that plot. makes sense, actually. And a lot of things, um, I, and I really do. I think in, in a way kind of, I don't want to say he ruined it, but I think it could have been a better movie if he didn't have to you know, focus. But kudos for him with his family and everything. Yeah. Family does come first. Um, the sweetness part is this is a sweet movie. The interactions with the kid, even though that kid really isn't that great of an actress, and she's she's enough. fine for what she does. She ain't no JoJo Rabbit, let's just put it that way. Um, I just you know, I'm just saying, and but there is a sweetness that she has with all three of these, even even, even Nancy Travis. Um, that that I'm like, okay, and it, it's not like it's graining on me. Yeah. You know, she's not like Elmo. Like she's like, ah, go away kid. Yeah. Like, it's like, okay, I got yeah, She's, she's one not scene Abby Cadabby, but that's about it. Her. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Go ahead. Um, I would say patchwork plot. And because it is, it feels like, and now that you, you said the thing with Ted dancing too, cause I knew he was on vacation, but like you saying that it makes sense. Cause it feels like there were parts where like he was leading up to and doing something. And then it just kind of fades off or like switches gears or whatever. I feel like they were just like, we're going to have to cut big sections of this out. And now we're going to have to. So like they cut sections out. They put new stuff in that doesn't fit quite right. And then it goes into some weird tangent because now the original story doesn't work anymore. And so like they try to make it Mm -hmm. flow, but it's just kind of all over. So it makes sense that that would probably have been what happened it it, like that's why you have the parts where it's like why is this sticky? it's probably because that's rewrites because it's easy to rewrite studio rewrite probably right and so it's like oh um yeah i mean that makes total sense but it is it just feels disjointed and i feel like if you would have focused on certain, either make it this movie or this movie, but right. not like a bunch of movies that you just smush together. Right.
0: There's a good scene at the beginning of it when she, he would, Ted Danson's character says, well, then, Hey, do you want to get married? Mm-hmm. And then she says, no, good. Cause I, I just, I don't feel the same way. And I don't think you do either. Yeah. Like he's realistic about that, but he's like growing up in a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's more inner dialogue in there. Than in any other aspect of his character in that one scene alone. Yes. That I felt like maybe you were gonna explore that and then Dan's having a go on vacation.
1: Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: And so I'm like, oh no, I'm more interested in that, especially as an adult, you know, than I am in all the kids' stuff and all the yeah, no, stuff. Yeah, no, I I completely
1: agree. Yeah. Well, that concludes uh, this episode of the dudes podcast. Where can people find us, Jeremy? People can find us at, uh, the deucepodcast.podbean.com, uh, at Google Play, at, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, a lot of those podcatchers, uh, or you can also, uh, find us on Facebook. Uh, we have our page there. Um, just put in there, you know, uh, ask to join and we will get you in, um, there are some questions to make sure that you are not asking about the TV show, and Lord right, knows we get so. them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, of course, you can find us on Twitter at uh, Deuce Podcast. Uh, so at least we got that one locked down, <laughs> um, uh, or at the NoPhonyNetwork dot as well as all of our network mates. Very
0: much so. Very much so. Um, you can stream these movies, uh, Little, uh, little Men or Little Men. Little Man Tate, you can stream on Hulu. I don't even know if you can. Three Men and a Little Lady and Three Men and a, and a Baby, uh, you can stream. Uh, but you got to rent it. It's uh three ninety nine. So I'm just uh, throwing it out there. If you do want to watch it, and I would suggest watching this, like on a, a nice day that you have nothing else to watch, watch it. You know? Yeah. There's nothing, you know bad about it, except Nancy Travis's accent. Oh, Alright, uh it's
1: <laughs> It is just bad
0: Next week, uh, we decided that we were going to do a, uh, a more recent movie, so we're going to go to the theaters and watch Doctor Sleep, and then give us, uh, we're going to uh, go through a review of our own for that one, uh, so look forward to that one That would be the sequel to The Shining that is recently out, starring Ewan McGregor
1: Ewan McGregor! <laughs>
0: So look forward to that. But until then, remember, folks, the sequel is king.